I'm Dustin Williams, and this is Old Man Style Cards, a podcast about trading cards. I started in the hobby in 1987 and just jumped back in. I'm here to talk about junk wax and throwbacks, what's changed, and some tips and tricks to help you better understand the hobby. New to the hobby, just jump back in, I'm here to help you. New episodes every week on Spotify, Apple Music, or wherever you stream podcasts. Hey everybody, welcome in. This is Dustin Williams with the Old Man Style Cards podcast, and I am on a roll. This could be number four weeks in a row I put out a podcast, keeping that content coming for you. Uh, Today's episode is going to talk a little bit about the current hobby and what's going on with the current hobby right now. Uh, Second part, we'll talk about some card shows that I will be at and also be setting up at in the new year, so got to get ready for our 2024 season. Uh, next thing in this episode, we'll talk a little bit about um, uh, eBay, just kind of some shopping and some tips and tricks when it comes to finding what you want. And then we'll end today's episode. Uh, we'll end today's episode with um, like a favorite junk wax product or card of mine. That's sometimes a hot topic uh, on Instagram. That's always fun to discuss. So I'll talk a little bit about a favorite junk wax product of mine since I've literally probably ripped over a hundred boxes of wax right now. So yeah, you heard right. A hundred boxes. It's out of control. It's going to get crazier. So thanks for joining this journey. Uh, the junk wax journey as I like to call it, but, um, just thanks for, uh, tuning in a lot of, a lot of good feedback on the podcast. I really appreciate people sending messages and talked about that. They're glad that I kept it going and, um, always good to hear the good feedback. And also if anybody has any other feedback, uh, constructively to make this better, let me know. Right now, I'm just doing it for fun and having a good time, and uh, glad you're here. So let's go ahead and jump in um, and start with uh, the current hobby. So every once in a while on the podcast, I'll talk a little bit about what's going on in the hobby, what I see um, that maybe that I don't agree with, or uh, things that are trending and things like that that I see. And so what I do um, in my own uh, downtime is I'll go on YouTube and uh, I'll kind of keep up with what's kind of happening, uh, you know, on YouTube when it comes to the hobby. Uh, I also go on Twitter or X now, and we'll see certain things, certain things that are talked about, and uh, look at stories on there, read articles, things like that. And uh, what's what's kind of frustrated me, and what's brought me into bringing this up as the first segment in today's podcast, is um, this this Bowman. University Chrome product that uh, you can you can chase and find the Tom Brady card. So first, it's just odd because Tom Brady did not play baseball, but he did. Um, and now you know, Tops is putting out this product um, right at the end of quarter four, um, in the business term of like trying to end the year on top. Smart business move per se. You know that you want to put out this product where you're going to chase a Tom Brady baseball card because. From a business side of things, I wouldn't say that it's not smart. Um, you know, like it's a cool idea, but from a hobby standpoint and collecting and things, like the hobby is always going to be a business. I'm not naive. Um, it just stinks that this product turned into what it is. And I think that's probably why there's already been controversy with this um, with this product and then with some of this new stuff in general. So let me rewind for a little bit. Um, this product, but so this product came out recently. It came out on twelve twelve. So Tom Brady being number twelve. Product came out on twelve twelve. 
I will give a shout out, like a positive spin on this, is the tops, the commercial and the promo for this product was on fire. I loved it. I love seeing uh, card commercials on TV, all over the internet, things like that. Like it brings back memories of seeing Fleer Ultra commercials. They were always the best card company to do commercials to produce and um, advertise their products. So awesome marketing by Tops. Like if you hadn't seen this Tom Brady commercial they did pr promoting that, you know, d definitely go look that up. Really cool. Um, but the product itself, let, let's go to that. So I was just playing around. I wasn't going to buy it. And then I'm like, oh, let's see how much this is. Thinking, you know, $200, $300, which by the way, when I'm thinking $200, $300, that's insanity. Like, what? that's just crazy expensive. It's like 91 Stadium Club expensive. And uh, I hope anybody got that joke because that's the reality is 91 Stadium Club was insane when we were kids. This new stuff is insanity times three. Like, it's out of control. Um, so, yeah, I go to Topps' website. I was like, oh, you know, what if I wanted to buy a box and, you know, chase the Tom Brady like they all put out there? Guys, these boxes, like, I think the cheapest box that was out there was, like, $699. Um, that's out of control. Like, yes, you get a ton of cards in there. All that, A lot of that stuff's just junk. You're not getting it back. That's that's part of the game, you know, when you do rip a box open of cards. But that's just so expensive. And then when you think about the reality of all this right now when it comes to cards and things like that, um, what, what kid or you know, someone trying to get back in the hobby, who can afford, you know, that kind of money when it comes to uh, trading cards and things like that? I don't know. I know that there's disposable income and, um, you know, people buy it and they sold a ton and you're seeing a ton. You're seeing a lot of breakers as well, you know, breaking these cards and things like that. But uh, the reality is that's just a lot of money and uh, just don't really understand um, why people continue to, uh, you know, pay these kind of pay this kind of money for the product that that is out there like that that's just crazy to me and unfortunate that that's where we're at and so uh now the product's out there it got released on 12 12 well um within almost 24 hours um someone already pulled like one of the best like autos in the uh in the set so all of a sudden the one of the best chase cards is gone um, then you start thinking like, how many did they produce? Is it that rare to get a Tom Brady in there? You start, your mind starts going to, um, so the card's already been found, but ironically, of course the card was found, but it was found by someone that's a breaker. And, and then, then you start to go in, the breakers get the, the stack boxes, the certain clients of tops, you know, do they give the loaded boxes to people so it's entertaining and gets great content for their channel, but also pumps up tops and their brand uh, on these major things? I don't know if I jump too deep into that conspiracy of that tops is like going in their factory and going, let's give it to these people. Um, but it wouldn't also surprise me. And, you know, this thing's turned in such a business. You're, you're thinking about cards and the overall card market has completely plummeted. And then you see this desperation attempt of let's throw this product out at the end of 2023 to boost sales. And, you know, business-wise, again, great move. Uh, hobby side, I just think it's just, this is not where we need to be. And not, not, not smart 
for the long range plan of keeping fans invested. And I think a lot of people are really starting to not buy this expensive stuff as much anymore. And that's just the reality of what's happening right now. And then now, you know, the stuff's so expensive. Now you got counterfeiting happening to another level. And apparently, um, all these super fractors were, uh, for sale from this product and, and then they got deleted and then now tops and has gone back and forth with this person. And now, um, apparently these cards were printed or so apparently there's two things. These cards are printed. And then also like when I say printed from like a home printer that they printed their own cards. And then they also released that the cards that are out there right now, um, should have been taken from the factory. These aren't actual legit cards, but they were cards that were, that were printed and were never supposed to make it out to the public. And now they're out there and they've been pulled and now tops is even offering refunds and this, that, and the other for things right now. And it's just like, good, good gracious. Like, you know, this is just a classic, um, this classic junk basically of stuff that is out there like that. And it's just unfortunate. Again, it's just another blackout in the hobby in my, in my opinion on a product that one's way too expensive Two, it's Tom Brady. It's cool, but you know, he didn't play baseball, but I got him in an expo. Yeah. Got him in an expo's uniform. I get it. Um, but man, it's just, you got kids just flicking through the cards, throwing the cards on the ground, not caring about anything else, but finding that one card. And I don't know, it's just a mess and, uh, love to hear your input on it. Second part of the hobby that has, um, that kind of been frustrating to watch and, and see is, um, also hearing that Fanatics partnered with Dude Perfect and, uh, doing some, uh, content with them, but also doing content of, um, you know, basically, uh, ripping packs and stuff like that. And, um, you know, one, what, what's the target audience again? Like, so you use Dude Perfect. Well, Dude Perfect, you know, I've got kids. I, I keep up with some of the stuff on YouTube. Like, Dude Perfect's like, that's an old, I mean, it's an old model. Dude Perfect's been around for a while. Yes, they got a big following, but is this what, you know, the eight, nine, 10 year olds are, are watching? I mean, not from my perspective, because I've got kids in that range, but is that what they're doing? Like, you know, I feel like, like, are we hitting, what, what, what actual market are we hitting when you think about the product I just said in a box of $700? Like what 10 year old or mom and dad, um, or normal mom and dad is going to let their 10, 10 year old open a $700 box of cards. Um, I don't know. This is out of control. And they hear, you know, fanatics say, you know, they're going to, they're trying to help get the kids back in the hobby. I think they should focus on the pricing and less on the content side right now. I mean, content, you've got to have people promoting your stuff, but I, I think the pricing's so out of whack. I don't care who you put out there um, until they figure that part out and they figure out, you know, how to get kids really in the hobby. You know, it's a, it's a losing game. I think the best thing I saw this year in 2023 was uh, Tops. Um, I've seen a couple of people passing, or I know Tops has been at Major League Ballparks passing out free packs of uh, baseball cards to the kids. And what a cool thing to get the product out there. I just think you just got to do more relational and relationship type stuff with communities, like community uh, local card uh, shows and uh, regional card shows and things like that to get people in and uh, make things more affordable so people can jump back in. I mean, overall arching thing here that we're talking about with 
the card market right now is the stuff's just too expensive, unfortunately. And uh, they're going to have to really fix that and uh, figure it out. So, um, so yeah, that's kind of like current uh, hobby right now. Um, and this is kind of all over the place. Uh, so switching gears, the second part of this podcast is going to switch gears. Talk a little bit about um, some tips um, and a little bit of like eBay stuff. I, I hit on this last podcast or maybe the podcast before. Um, really hit a huge deal on eBay recently and I call it eBay sniping. Nothing new, nothing innovative really everybody, but um, was able to just kind of like I try to tell people, just take your time when you're buying card boxes and things like that. Just take your time um, when just buying cards or anything on eBay. Your, your time's going to come for that product and I just tell folks like um, so, sometimes people got to get rid of stuff. Sometimes people are selling so much stuff, they'll take uh, a 50% loss on a wax box or a card. Um, sometimes you just gotta, um, you know, you gotta, gotta wait it out. And so one tip, and, um, I'm actually going to put a video on my Instagram of kind of how I keep up, um, before I actually bid on something is get the actual price. And I've talked about this before, but I'm gonna make a video just to kind of put it to life for, for all the folks that are jumping back in the hobby like myself or only been in it for a little bit is this a video of that completed sold um, tab. So when you go to eBay, check the completed and sold and kind of get a vibe for what that card is selling for um, or what the wax box is selling for or whatever you're trying to buy is selling for. And also keep in mind that some things that people are selling, you might see a card online that could be cheaper. There's maybe a card that I was selling or who else is selling. Um, just keep in mind on, uh, and to me it's a trust factor on, uh, what's the, what's the, how good a shape is that card, uh, or, or box or whatever you're buying? Like, um, is it a great deal? Sometimes too good of a deal could be a little tricky too. So just be mindful of what you're buying. But again, I'm going to have a video that kind of shows a little bit about that completed soul. Cause when people go, Hey Dustin, how much is this card? I immediately go to eBay and, and, and just see what people are actually paying, um, more than any other app that's out there, just the actual data of what a card costs and what someone's actually buying, um, that's what's going to give me the best answer and make me feel the best. So, um, so yeah, so stay tuned for my on my Instagram page. So if you haven't followed my Instagram page, that's Old Man Style Cards. I'm also on Facebook and Twitter, and uh, there at Old Man Style Card card on Twitter and then Old Man Style Cards on Facebook. Check that out over there. I'm um, get get ready for some cool new stuff coming out. Um my collection's growing. Like I like I mentioned, I've opened over a hundred different different wax boxes and some more to hit the collection over the holidays. And uh can't wait to share some of these things with you and uh learn a little bit more about all the things that are going on out there. But um yeah, when it comes to just shopping online, you know, another cool tip is, you know, the Facebook marketplace. Check your local area. See if there's anything being sold that you could get. Um, you can avoid that shipping cost, you know, when you do that. And uh, see if you see any, like, old collections being put out there. And um, you might be able to grab you a steal. I've only been able to do that maybe two or three times. But I don't really live on the marketplace that often. So, um kind of study it some. I, I'm, I know you're sure to find deals. I know folks that tell me they find them all the time. And so just kind of do some research, but don't pull the trigger. Don't rush in anything. Just like with buying anything, take your time, uh, do some comparisons and see what's the best fit for you. And then also, often I tell people, just like in business, 
it's all about the relationship. You got a good relationship with someone. Sometimes you're willing to pay just a little bit more because you know that they're going to take care of that or they're going to look after you in the future. Um, I've often bought from people sometimes and I'm like, look, uh, can we make a deal on this? But you know that you got, got me for, for a while because I'm going to keep buying certain things from you. And so that always helps that relationship continue. Always a smart move and just continue to get those relationships out there in the hobby. Um, junk wax. So next section, favorite junk wax product. I was telling somebody the other day, like, I, like there's so many things that are out there, but, um, I always find myself falling, falling in love with 1987 tops. So that was the first, you know, card that I, um, collected growing up was 1987 tops. Baseball was my first, I guess, recollection or true memory of opening cards and, collecting and that was 87 with those beautiful wood grain borders and the colors on those cards and just got super lucky because 1987 had a stellar rookie class uh barry bonds mcguire um it was the second year canseco card but you got canseco bo jackson rookie um barry larkin i mean there there are so many good players at 87 and so what a what a wonderful time to start collecting but, um, man, every time I pull out a 1987 Topps card to either showcase it, sell it, or talk about it, I'm always just, in th- I'm just always falling in love with those cards. And nothing beats a crisp, brand new 87 Topps uh, baseball card. And so, um, yeah, I would say that's one of my favorite ones. Um, also, 87 Topps football is one of my favorites. The boxes are a little expensive, so I hadn't been able to get one of those um, right now. But uh, 87 really, really brings me in. And, uh, yeah, 87 tops is one of my favorites. Another favorite, uh, for a basketball for me, you know, outside of 90 skybox is 1991 upper deck basketball. I just think 91 upper deck basketball is this gorgeous and beautiful set. Fun, fun packs to open. You got the holograms in there, which are also fun to chase. But overall, I mean, man, those cards are beautiful and love opening 91 upper deck basketball. So, like, you know, when we, take, when we think about junk wax, um, I, I still consider that era to be 1987 to 1994. That's kind of like the journey that I'm in is collecting is 87 to 94, mainly focused on basketball, baseball, and football. I've done a little bit of hockey and some non-sport, um, but, man, that's a whole nother, whole nother area to get. So I'm just kind of taking baby steps and focusing right now on baseball, basketball, and football. Going to get a lot of basketball over the break because um, I've had a lot of baseball boxes, so I'm kind of hit basketball a little bit harder over this break to help with the collection. But um, yeah, I mean junk, junk wax like this, this hobby is great, and so uh, that, that '87 time period is beautiful. '91, like I said, '91 basketball, even '91 skybox is beautiful. Um, I just find myself sometimes going back to 1991 in basketball and 1987 in baseball and football as like a nostalgia period for me. So I'm kind of interested with you, like what's your, what's your nostalgia period? Like what, what got you into the hobby? What year was that for you? What got you excited about it? Um, because I really think what, whatever got you excited about it is often going to be where you're going to go back and collect. And so good news for us, uh, vintage, vintage guys, even though I really is not vintage, but the, my old school folks that collect is we're chasing hall of famers. We're chasing proven players no big risk. And so, man, that makes the collecting fun, everybody, is that 
we're not rolling the dice hoping that you know Zion Williamson is going to lose a little bit of weight and actually play all his games we're not having to worry about that we're just out there going what Bo Jackson card did I do I want to add to my collection that I do have but the corners are bent or it's not centered or whatever the situation is uh, you can go back and kind of complete your collection and have fun there so Overall, everybody, like when you're when you're when you're doing this, um, I, I pretty much say this on every podcast. When you're doing this, have fun, uh, collect what you like. Don't let anybody talk down to you. Don't let someone say, "I can't believe you paid that much for that card." You know, do what you want to do. Like this is your this is your time. This is your you know discretionary income you're spending. This is your hobby, and uh, just collect what you love. And I uh, really appreciate. Uh, everybody following this podcast, following my social media channels, did two giveaways recently of an 87 Tops Conseco rookie. Remember, I've talked about 87 Tops. I got to give away one. And then also 91 Upper Deck Baseball, uh, Ken Griffey Sr. And a picture with him and his son, Ken Griffey Jr. I think that's just an iconic card. Um, and then threw in some stickers from 91 Fleer in there that are brand new. So um, be on the lookout. I'll be doing some more giveaways. Love giving back. Uh, feel free to, uh, if you're on my page, you want to donate anything to me or give me anything, feel free to do that too. Would love it. Um, I, I pretty much collect any car, do almost anything. I mean, any, anything. Like I pretty much um, collect or do and I have a great time with it. So thank you all again. And I will talk to you soon and I hope you have a Merry Christmas and can't wait to catch up with you and let you know what is coming down the pike for 2024. Take care guys.